and welcome to Life Stories with Glory Olamide. It's great to have you here as always. I am a certified relationship, marriage and life coach. My podcast focuses on discussing issues about all types of relationships by sharing real life stories as well as have guests okay we have guests who come on here to share their experiences with us so sit back relax and enjoy today's episode hello everyone welcome to the whole woman experience relationship talk my name is Gloria Lamide and I have organized a 15-day talk with different women. So I will be interviewing 14 other women who, who will be sharing different aspects of relationship and marriage with us. But for day one, I will be taking the one today and my topic is on relationship mindset. What type of mindset do you think you have about your relationship now? Or what type of mindset did you have before in previous relationships? That's if you've had previous relationships. Do you think there's a difference between your previous mindset and the mindset you have now? If you do think so, please send me a message. I would like to know what type of mindset you think you had before and if you believe it has improved now and why you think so. Anyway, I will introduce myself again I'm a wife and mother of three amazing children, two young adults and a teenager. I'm a certified relationship and marriage coach. I am also a UK qualified secondary school teacher and I love to help people remove limitations so they can thrive in healthy relationships. I do this because I love to see people transform their mindsets and enjoy life and lasting love. You may ask yourself, what makes me qualify to talk about this topic? Well, I'm going to be explaining that to you shortly. After my um, initial first degrees, I went ahead to study psychology because I wanted to understand how the mind works. I was intrigued. I wanted to know why people behave the way they do and why they make certain decisions and others do not. I, further, I went ahead as well to study NLP. I became an NLP coach and I run one-to-one sessions. I also run couple sessions as well as group programs to help my clients. I do this by having both premarital and marital counseling. Well, my mission hopefully you have guessed by now, is to help you have a healthy and fulfilling relationship. Okay? Your relationship mindset matters. The way you think in your relationship, the way, the way you act and react will determine if you're going to have a better and stronger relationship. Now, on your own, can you answer this question? What's stopping you? What's stopping you from having that amazing, great relationship you've always desired to have? 
if you can take a piece of paper and a pen and reflect for a minute and write your answers down, what factors come up for you? Be, be true to yourself and write the answers down on your piece of paper for your eyes only. <laughs> well, I'm going to be highlighting some factors that I have discovered that prevents people from going all the way and enjoying you know, the relationship they truly desire. Number one, if they, have, if they have experienced abandonment by past love. This is something a lot of people have encountered and as a result, they become suspicious and find it difficult to become vulnerable with a new partner. The second factor is personal insecurities, which may have developed from um, childhood, you know, from observations of other relationships or observations of their own um, parents, relationship their parents had. That may end up helping them or making them become insecure in some ways. And they may be uncertain about relationships. Loss of a loved one. If anyone has been in a relationship where they um, lost that loved one, sometimes or oftentimes it hinders them from um, believing or wanting to love again because they are scared of losing another person. Now, the next factor is a feeling of disappointment. Maybe they've been in one relationship and felt disappointed and then moved on to the next one and the same thing keeps happening. A pattern seems to have developed. Another factor, if they've encountered cheating, maybe a cheating partner and somebody who lies, they may become scared and wonder if being in a new relationship may hinder them or stop them from enjoying it. And even if they get a new relationship, they may have it at the back of their minds that hmm, this person, what if, what if they do this? Or what if this happens again? And all of that. Lack of trust because of various reasons. Now it becomes difficult to trust a new person or you might be in a relationship, but you always look out and you know, fish for things, you search for things, search through their bags because you don't really trust them anymore. They go out, you call, you video call, you want to know where they are. Where are they? Are, you, are they really where they said they were going to? Things like that affect people you know, and prevents them from enjoying their relationships. Inability to be vulnerable, I've listed a few factors here, and these factors contribute to people becoming, um, they find it difficult to be vulnerable. Genuine relationships require vulnerability. And if you are, in, on, if you are unable to become vulnerable with your partner, that can prevent you as well from enjoying the love to the maximum. Also, when you are emotionally distant or your partner is emotionally distant or both partners are emotionally distant from each other, that also prevents couples from enjoying that fulfilling and loving relationships. Now look at the list you have made for yourself. 
Have I mentioned what you've written down? If not, you can add from my list to yours. And then as we move on. Now, one thing I would like to touch on is beliefs. What do I mean by beliefs? What do you believe in? Now, all those factors I've just listed, why do people have those um, feelings or thoughts? It's all based on their beliefs, what they've come to believe as true. Now, I looked up, looked this up in the dictionary and it says belief is an acceptance that something exists or is true, especially one without proof. Belief becomes something one accepts as true or real, a firmly held opinion. It becomes a firmly held opinion. You have no proof, you have no evidence that, that this is true, but you've come to believe it. Unfortunately, whatever you believe, whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, it becomes true for you. So whatever belief you hold about your relationship, that mindset, it becomes true for you. If you believe you can thrive in a relationship, that becomes true for you. If you believe this relationship is not going anywhere, it is a dead end, that becomes true for you as well. So earlier on, I quoted Henry Ford's, um, Henry Ford when he said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. There's also a quote that says, as someone thinks within himself, himself, pardon me, so he is. And in psychology, we call this a self-fulfilling prophecy. You see, beliefs are formed from your thoughts. So whatever you think about, when you dwell on, when you dwell on it for so long, it becomes real. You think, oh, I have felt this way for so long, it has to be true. So if you begin to manufacture things in your mind and think your partner is doing this or doing that, you start acting it, you start acting that way. And then your partner notices that you are behaving funny. And then before you know it, problems arise. Unnecessary problems that you could have avoided in the first place. Now there's something in the brain I'm going to go a little bit scientific here, so bear with me. There's something in the brain called, I'm going to explain it as well, so you can um, understand it easily, all right? It's called the amygdala. Now, this part of the brain is responsible for the emotional responses in people, the way you react, the meaning you give to things in life, your experiences, and do you know what? It is so smart that it helps you remember. It creates memories for you. It helps you remember situations, you see. And this amygdala has the fight or flight response. So if you're in a relationship, for example, and your partner is loving and always nice to you, you know, they are so nice, you respond automatically to that person. The amygdala helps you remember. Each time you see them, you know, we always say butterflies in our, in our tummies. Each time you see this person that is always nice to you, you have that loving feeling coming up within you. 
That's because the amygdala is helping you remember that, oh, that person that loves you so much is coming. Or when you see their names, they phone you on your, on your mobile and you see their names, you're like, you're eager to take their call because you know something nice is going to be said to you. They're going to be considerate, they're going to be compassionate and all of those nice things you like to hear and feel. So the amygdala has helped you to give meaning to this um, treatment you get from them. And it's helped you to react positively and it has created that memory. So even when you are away, when you are apart from each other and you remember, the amygdala helps you to remember, you know? So you stay in that relationship because you want to give it your all. When things happen, you are ready to fight for that relationship because you know what you've experienced with this person has been good all along. So why spoil it now? On the other hand, if you have a relationship where the person curses you, abuses you, insults you, your, your parents, insults your siblings, insults everybody around you in your marriage, all of a sudden, every time you see that person, the not so good feeling comes up. Your amygdala, your brain reminds you, oh, remember that person? When you see them coming, that's why you see some couples, they don't smile. You know, they, 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 they hear that their partner is coming. Some, some even kiss their teeth. You know, they have all the negative things to say because they are remembering everything that has happened. They're like, oh, not them again. And even when this person is calling, maybe a phone call is coming, like, this, I can't be bothered to pick that call right now because they know that the person may be calling to accuse them about something or maybe calling to say something that we just irritate them. So they'd rather not pick that call. So the amygdala helps you to either fight or flight. So in that relationship that is not really positive, when a relationship ends, people, do, people can decide to say, okay, I'm leaving this relationship because it's not good for me, it is toxic. So that's the flight response, they leave. When they leave, they have no remorse. They're like, oh, thank God, I'm relieved. So when the divorce rate is high or when people divorce, it's because over a period of time, these memories have accumulated and they finally had enough, you see? So the type of mindset you have in a relationship matters and the treatment you give to each other in a relationship counts as well because even when, that's why, even when the person is trying really hard to forget the bad memories and then you come and do something else, it triggers them again, it takes them back and they remember. So that's why it's difficult for some people to um, be happy in a relationship because they have all these negative memories. Now they can be stopped. We don't have to keep on having bad experiences in relationships. If you feel you have always treated your partner in a not so good way, you can stop, you can change and reverse those negative memories and make your relationship a good one again. It's possible. Remember what I said earlier, if you think you can, you are right. And if you think you can't, you are right as well. So in my work, the work I do with my clients, 
I use two approaches, which I call a blend of the psycho-spiritual approach because I have studied psychology. I know the way the human brain works and how the mind works. I bring it with spiritual principles in order to help my clients because I don't believe psychological principles are enough to help anyone, but blending them, both psychological and spiritual principles has gone a long way to help my clients heal from within, healing from the core. At the same time, they are able to become free, free to be themselves as an individual. They understand their identity in their relationship. They know who they are in the relationship. And then self-love, they develop self-love as a result. Because how would you love somebody else if you cannot love yourself? You need to love your neighbor as you love yourself, right? If you don't love yourself, that's why people don't love their neighbors because they are projecting the insecurities within them to others, the anger. For whatever reason, that person in, in the relationship with you may not be aware of where you're coming from, your history. Why project all the insecurities to other people? So it's possible to stop. You want to enjoy peace, safety, joy, and freedom in your relationship. It's possible to change your mindset today. Now, one thing, um, the last thing I'm going to be leaving with you for you to think about today after this podcast is you and your relationship are what you think. Now, oftentimes we are so quick to blame our partners. Can I bust your bubble today? It's not about your partner. It's not about your past experiences. It's not about your surround, surroundings. And some people say the village people are after them. It's not about your village people. They have no power over you. It's about your mindset. If you don't allow it, nobody can penetrate you. Okay? So what you allow is what you get. It's all about you. I want you after this broadcast to tell yourself it's all about you. Stop pointing at your partner. What beliefs are you holding on to? What beliefs can you start letting go of? It's time to change the narrative and write a new one. It's time to write your story. Start today. Let's rewrite that story and create a more loving and fulfilling relationship for you. I'll repeat myself again. You can have the relationship of your dreams. It's all about your mindset and your beliefs. I'll ask you these questions now. Do you think you are worth it? Do you believe in yourself? Do you have a can-do attitude? Are you ready to do what it takes to help yourself? Remember, whatever belief, belief you have, or should I say, whatever you believe, you are right. Thanks once again for joining me on day one. I look forward to seeing you all on the other 14 days that we have coming up. Do stay with us and invite your friends too. 
Thank you. And take care. I hope you have enjoyed this topic on your relationship mindset. I look forward to hearing lots of good, positive testimonies about how this podcast changed your relationship for good. Thanks once again and bye. To support this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. Subscribe and follow as well. I'd really appreciate all your support. Thanks once again. That was another awesome session. I hope you have picked up one or two things to help you. Till I come your way again, keep thriving in love. Thank you and bye.